Let's all stand tonight and let's give God a hand clap of praise. Are you thankful to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. Thankful to have brother and sister Narlock with us tonight. Amen. Let's give them a hand of appreciation for being with us. Such an amazingly talented evangelist, musician, and singers. And we're thankful to have them here tonight. Looking forward to their ministry. Amen. Looking forward to what God is going to do in this house. Amen. I've come with faith believing that my God can do anything. Amen. Let's worship him tonight.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Every praise belongs to you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's lift up our hands and begin to love Him this evening. Let's give Him our all this evening. Lord, we completely surrender unto you, God. We pray, God, that you inhabit the people today, Lord God. Move through every aisle and every room of this building, Lord God. Lord, we praise you, God. We worship you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Cause I believe there is no doubt Cause I have seen your faithfulness My fortress over and over And I have a home found in your name
You done it Monday night. You done it Sunday morning. You did it last Wednesday night. Praise God. Do it again, God. Hallelujah. Do it again. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad to, amen. I'm glad to know tonight that, hallelujah, it don't matter what my needs are. I can go to God and ask him to meet those needs tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. And those needs may be the same thing and the same Amen. Think every time I come to church. But you know what? God don't mind me asking. Amen. Him to meet at, meet my need every time I come to the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The only way you're going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost is keep asking for it. Hallelujah. The only way you're going to get your healing. Amen. You don't ask for those things one time. Amen. And never ask, ask for them again. You ask for healing every time you pray. You ask for the baptism of the Holy Ghost every time you pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, amen. We are so thrilled to have uh, Brother and Sister Narlock with us tonight. Amen. We're not going to belinger this service any longer. Hallelujah. We want him to come at this time and take the pulpit. Amen. Him and his wife to sing and testify and preach and do, amen, whatever it is they're going to do here tonight. Praise God. I just come to hear. I come to listen. I come to open my heart, amen, to the Word of God and the man of God tonight and let him work on me. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of you need a little working on tonight? Amen. I certainly do tonight. I need a little bit of working on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We, uh, we, heard, a lot the, we heard a lot about the Narlock family a long time before we met them. Amen. And then we finally met them. And it was just like everybody told us that they would be. We fell in love with them. Amen. Fell in love with their kindred spirit. Praise God. And hallelujah. Just so grateful and thankful that we've got evangelists that are out there traveling across America and even overseas and trying to preach the Word of God and trying to, amen, reach lost souls, praise God, and trying to help the churches, amen, survive. Let's welcome Brother Narlock tonight, amen, uh, with a hand clap of appreciation. Let's welcome Sister Narlock, amen, with a hand clap of appreciation. Thank you all for coming. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Morrell. Somebody continue to put your hands together for Jesus. Come on. I wonder if it's all right with you. Could you pop to your feet one more time and just love him a little while? Come on. On a Wednesday night, God, we praise you. We extol you. We exalt you. Glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Look at your neighbor one more time with a Pentecostal grin. until him it's happening. It's still happening in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor, if I'm not mistaken, this is a prayer warrior church. This is the church where the manna falls. Come on, son. This is an aisle running, tongue talking, holy rolling, wall climbing, ceiling biting, apostolic church. Oh, somebody shy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My, we've already enjoyed the wonderful singing. Thank you, music team, musician team, for singing, playing, praying the songs that are just down my spiritual alley tonight. Amen. If you need encouragement, I know a name. If you're hungry, I know a name. If you're thirsty, I know a name. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many love the name of Jesus? Amen. We're not going to hold you real, real, real long tonight. I know this is a Wednesday night. It's hump day. There's school in the morning. There's work in the morning. And not that you wanted to be reminded of that. 
Amen. But I am glad to be amongst those who have been set free. Visitors, we welcome you to the wonderful world of the Pentecostals. Amen. So good to be back with Pastor and Sister Morale. Amen. All the ministry of the church, our friends right here. Amen. Down home in uh, Georgia. Uh, amen. Right here. Amen. All the way from Indiana. Glad. Somebody say yes. <laughs> amen. You may be seated if you feel. Help us sing this song, my. It's a golden oldie of the Narlocks. But uh, Sister Narlock didn't know I was thinking of it, and she mentioned it, and I thought, wow, we must be online. Amen. With the Holy Ghost. Praise God. But it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. We're going to fight. We're going to conquer with the two-edged sword. There's no foe that can come against us. No, they shall not prevail. Amen. How many today, amen, got the inspirational thought that the arrows that were directed at you, amen, were broken, amen, and fallen at your feet? Amen. Every tactic and plan of the enemy has been thwarted. Amen. And I'm so glad that I'm in the right side of the battle. We read the back of the book and we win. Help us sing it tonight. Praise God. Not by might. Soldiers wandering in the night. So gird up your strength, my child. Pick up your weapons of war. It's time to get on that battlefield. We're in the spirit of the against the light with no comprehension of God's power and we are not retreating we're only pressing on we're the children of the light and the battle's already won. not by might nor the power but by the spirit of the Lord we will fight we will conquer we're the two uh, there's no foe that can come against us. No, they shall not prevail. When we come in the name of Jesus, crown him king and hell. And when we come in the name of Jesus, crown him king and hell. And when we come in the name of Jesus, crown Glad he wears many crowns. Hallelujah. He's the victor. He's the king of kings. He's the malak alone in the king of the universe. Could you clap your hands under the Lord? Yes. But by the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Has God ever, maybe in the midnight hour, maybe, maybe in the middle of the day, simply say, say to you, take your hands off of it and watch me work. 
Brother, if I'm not mistaken, in the last of the last days, amen, there's going to be a stone that's going to be cut out of a mountain and come crushing every society and system that men has tried for so long. And the Bible says that stone was cut out of the mountain without hands. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to use our hands and our feet, but we must ultimately realize the battle's not ours, just the victory. Woo. Somebody say yes. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Please remain standing, and if you can't worship in the back, please move to the front. You can't worship in the front, please move to the back. Amen. Left side, right side, right side, left side. Just find some place. You can magnify the Lord with me. Praise God. We've been by the way of Savannah, Georgia, uh, a little bit ago, preaching for a pastor of Hodge. That direction had a wonderful time. Previous to that, we were in the good old Mississippi mud area. Amen. Had great church, great times. People being prayed back through. People being touched, delivered, healed. And I thank God for that. It's been a wonderful ride in the last couple of months. Amen. Been by the way of different churches and states. And uh, we're just so thankful. Thank you. Higher praise uh, for loving the Norlock family and Blue Zion Ministries like you do. Thank you, sir, for taking us on a whim. Had some cancellations because different churches are struggling with different things. Amen. But we're so glad to be here. I believe it's a God thing. Somebody say yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Please, while you're standing, do you have the word of the Lord with you tonight? Amen. To go to the word of the Lord. And, and thank you, Pastor, for being so sensitive. I meant to mention it, uh, but Pastor Morell said, Brother Nolan, would you like that pulpit one more time down there? <laughs> Hallelujah. So I said, I don't even care if it's just kind of like a little skinny, winny kind of pulpit. He said, that's the one we have. So I said, let's do it. So we may get down, amen, boots on the ground, as it were. Amen. And just hash it out in the trenches with you. Is that all right? <laughs> thank you, amen, for all the invested talent that, this church is jam-packed with, and you're just giving it to Jesus. And that means a whole, whole lot. Thank you for loving the Lord like you do. Hallelujah. And our children are doing great. I thank the Lord for, uh, amen, brother and sister Davis, Cody, and Alicia, and uh, there is brother Mike and sister Nina. They're preaching, reaching. Uh, brother Brandon, sister Mariah, amen. They're doing some preaching, reaching. Amen. Part-time and uh, up and coming, and they're loving the Lord. And uh, we've got two grandbabies on the way. Praise God. And uh, we thank <laughs> Amen. Mama's going to shout in just a moment. Amen. So is really, really dad. Brother, one of them even said, we're going to call, amen, right over here. Grandma, she's going to be lolly, and I'm going to be pop. Amen. So <laughs> you can't beat that with a stick. Hallelujah. I've already been called Pappy Nar. Amen. And, uh, well, that's kind of a way down deep south kind of sound. Praise the Lord. But we're grateful and we're thankful. Two, both of them are to be born, amen, about a week apart in the month of August. Wow. And so uh, we're trying to coordinate with that, buying different baby clothes. And uh, I've already bought a metal train and uh, uh, just trying to get some things geared. I don't know if I can buy Barbie dolls, but uh, amen. But we'll, <laughs> we'll do what we can. Praise God. Thank you, sir, for your friendship. We're looking forward to Sunday as well. Amen. We'll be with Brother uh, and Sister Harvey a little bit, uh, and uh, I think maybe another place or two. Uh, but uh, we're just so grateful again to be in Georgia. I want you to turn with me to the book of Genesis. Uh, amen. And uh, the last time we were here, amen, that between the two fires, Peter had to make some decisions. Amen. And he did. And thank God he did uh, come to the master 
and may have alluded to a few things that we're going to, as it were, reiterate tonight, but I feel this direction so strong. Thank you, sound personnel in advance. Amen. Thank you, Brother David, for assisting us, and I hope the scriptures are exactly what you needed tonight on that piece of paper. Amen. Brother, my, all that saxophone, bass, drums, and that new guitar player. Wow, Brother Johnny. Amen. God bless you, Brother Johnny. Amen. Praise God. I told him, picking and kicking like a chicken. Praise God. That's awesome. I, I love the up and coming, please, brother. Amen. We're just going back up a little bit. Let this younger generation, I thank the Lord for that. Uh, we're no Holy Joe from Kokomo, but my, it's just, you know, I was 13 when I started uh, playing guitar and uh, in my basement be uh, bedroom, just a, a basement. And um, wow, I had that old beatbox. Just tried whatever I could. Hours on end and listening to good old, uh, amen, LPs of uh, past Holy Ghost filled guitarists and trying to trying to find some lick that'll stick, amen. And uh, so I thank God for great musicians who apply themselves and love the Lord and singers and, amen, brother Avery, my drumming and the other brother drumming tonight and I thank God for great musicians, amen. There's the spirit of David in the house, hallelujah. Wow, I'm I'm, I'm preaching before I preach. Here it is, Genesis 32. And I want to, uh, amen, just uh, read from verse number 24 and read a little bit into almost the end of the chapter. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Somebody say breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint, and he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. I need a blessing. I want a blessing. Hallelujah. He said unto him, what is thy name? Amen. Shem, what's your name? And he said, Yochov, it's my name, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall no be, be called supplanter, but prince. Not Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince is thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. Wow, what's going on here? I thought Jacob was a schemer. I thought Jacob was a liar. I thought he was a manipulator. And here, the presence of the Lord, the angels said, God, with God, you have prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask, her, ask after my name? And there's something pertinent a little later I want to bring to your attention to, to those, that very terse verse. Amen. Why didn't the angel let him know, amen, his name? And he blessed them there. Nevertheless, the blessing came, and Jacob called the place, and the name of it is Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Amen. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not the sinew of which shrank, and it goes on to a little bit of the longevity of the purpose amen and how the generations remember what happened to him I'm so glad that this is a remembering assembly this is a remembering church that your faithfulness and perseverance here supersedes the carnal intentions of going your own way and it's prevalent and evident here that somebody's Holy Ghost filled, loves God more than life itself. 
I want to, if I could, amen, just go into the word by preaching something simple tonight. Amen. Simply Jacob's journey. Just Jacob's journey. I want somebody to get a fresh revelation that Jacob got at the end of chapter number 32 in Jacob's journey. Could you take that Bible, put it to your bosom with one hand? Could you harness it to your heart and fall in love with Jesus one more time? All together and all together, again and again, Father, we thank you for your presence. And where you are, amen, anything can happen. Where two or three are gathered in your name, you're in the midst. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Still quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged. Amen, God, you've discerned, you have mirrored out, God, you have caused the seed to grow. God, you've caused the water to flow and the harvest to be had. Thank you for higher praise and what you're doing, God, from the inside out. God, we give you the praise and the glory now. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody said, in Jesus' name. Amen. Could you place your Bibles on the pew next to you? Could you clap your hands one more time under the Lord? Somebody give the Lord. Come on, if you've got a couple of hands. I wonder if you could just love him tonight. Make a joyful noise. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Two, turn to two or three people if you can, if you feel. Shake five, six, seven and a half hands. Give them an air high five, whatever you've got to do. But tell them how much you appreciate them in the house of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. <laughs> you may be seated. Amen. Amen. Could you clap your hands one more time right where you are? Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Something wonderful happening in the house tonight. Amen. And I thank God for every service. And because of repetition, it's easy to get into the fold of ritualism, religiosity, and just going through the motions. It's easy, Brother Levi, just to come in and become mechanical, as it were. And we all do it, and we often, amen, kind of get caught in that groove. And I know there are times, Brother, we, we feel like, uh, amen, we could cut a rug. When we come to the house of the Lord, and you're looking at someone else wondering what's, what's with them. Amen. But then you can slip into their shoes, and you have a day that they had, and maybe a little later they're looking at back at you and saying, what's wrong with you? But aren't you glad that how somehow, amen, good people, good God's people can gather together and we affect one another in such a wonderful way that when I'm down and you're up, you can hold me high. That when I'm, amen, up and you're down, amen, we can pull each other up a little higher than, amen, you were yesterday. Isn't that great? The body of Christ from head to toe, amen, and Jesus Christ, amen, the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. I want to, if I could, dive into this chapter. I love, amen, the beginning of it all in the book of Genesis. The Bereshib Rael Chimet Hoshamayim. That in the beginning, God creates the heavens and the earth. As we unroll the scroll of the book of Genesis tonight, amen, we bump into these patriarchs and matriarchs and the unfolding drama of their story. And believe me, it's dramatized. In many ways. If some of you think that you've bump, bumped into the most severe Facebook drama, you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. We're one of them, brother, as it were, are lying to a pharaoh to say she's my sister instead of my wife. What an intriguing story. 
My, that might go real good in the front of Washington Post. We could go on and on, brother, with the different uh, underlying factors that have moved these to walk out of cities of commonality from the Ur of the Chaldees making, amen, their line and uh, adjacent journey in the uh, fertile crescent in the topography of it all. And we, 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 brother, we could spend a lot of time in just those dynamics that just kerfuffle me. I, I love that. It's kind of a candy stick. You'll have to forgive me. Some of these Israel tourists kind of know that. I could, I could pick up a rock and almost leap for joy. Just knowing from where it came and the story that it is. As a matter of fact, as we were just in, uh, amen, that Savannah era, area, and uh, I, I think it's called Wormslow. Anybody ever went to Wormslow? plantation kind of thing. It's not very spectacular, but it's American history. Amen. Way back, some, some guy named Jones, and, and they were the, uh, could I say, stopping point of the south part so that, uh, amen, the Spanish, amen, would not come in. They were the protectant and the fort. And just interesting to see the ruins. We walked into the museum and could see the layers of just 200 years of pottery that they dug up from those 230-some years of our history. Amen. And it was amazing. And when you go to Israel, but it's not just 230 years, but it's 2,300. 3,300 pieces, amen, or, or years old of pottery that you begin to hold in your hands. And so it's just amazing. And how all this unfolds, and here we bump, amen, to Abraham, Yitzhak, Isaac, and now Jacob. And Jacob's story is one to behold. Both of these and all of these, brother, together yet individually have a unique outlay in their story. Unique weaknesses and unique strengths. There's something about the strength and the weaknesses of this Jacob fellow that I want to get into tonight. Here, brother, if I could bring it back, and I'm going previous of chapter number 32, and I don't want to bore you. Anybody with me still in section B over here? Praise God. Can you give me a denominal nod? Amen. And so with that, brother, we find this Jacob fellow, amen, in, in, in the womb with another brother. Amen. The twins. Anybody a twin here? Praise God. Wow. Hallelujah. That's just awesome. And, brother, how it was, the more, the more as if they had in the womb, the better the fruitfulness. Wasn't it Rachel that cried out and said, amen, give me children lest I die? We can understand, brother, the historicity of the culture back then. So this double blessing on the inside, yet, brother, diametrically opposed in the wrestling of the womb. Later on, brother, we could begin to testify that it's Jacob who was mama's boy. And you know the story. This has been preached on again and again. But Jacob, amen, who hung around mom's skirts as a little boy, probably knew how it felt to have Paul Mollov between his fingers and how to wash dishes. Amen. This is Jacob that knew the smell of chocolate cake. Could even bake some no-bake cookies a little easier. Hallelujah. And you could go on and on in his gentleness. But yet, brother, he understood the sharpness of a tongue and how to manipulate. And the opposite of that was the brother. It's Esau. Again, saints, brother, he's daddy's boy. He's got hair on his elbow. Amen. He's the patriarch, John Wayne. Amen. He's ready to roll, ramble, rumble. I mean, this guy knew the stuff, brother. He knew how to take back the bow and to bend it back. He knew the archery. He knew the precision and the accuracy of necessity that was needed, amen, to bring down the game. And this was identified even in the womb, the struggle in the womb. And so, saints, I want to say it's always been about, amen, the fruit that happened there 
Amen. The struggle in the womb, Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. It was about that bloodline that would come. And even the devil identified where the war would have to be. Somehow I'm going to have to crush innocency. Someone I have to raise up a Herod or a Pharaoh, amen, or a planned parenthood, amen, to kill innocency every generation until the seed is destroyed. Whether from Genesis chapter 3 all the way to the book of Revelation, chapter number 12, when the woman was fixing to give birth to the child, amen, not far distantly was the red dragon, amen, to eat up that which was there. There's always a devil, amen, to kill some kind of birth. There's always a devil to destroy fresh inspiration that's born. He don't want you to be born again of the water and the spirit. He don't want you to be born again of a fresh revelation or some fresh guitar picking or some fresh brand new song. Come on, somebody. He don't want you to have the gifts of the spirit, amen, operating in the church of the living God. Somebody's got to fight. There's war on the floor for the war that's in the womb. Woo! Somebody shout yes, yes, yes. I don't know about you, but it's time to engage in the battle. It's time to say, God, I'm not going to remain defenseless. Amen. But I'm going to understand that if I'm going to fight it, I've got to fight the Esau of my time. So there's war in the womb. The struggle. Who's going to be born first? Who gets the birthright? And you know the story and the plan and the unfolding of it. And I hasten, amen, to this wrestling in the room, womb. But I want you to understand the diversity of their lineage. Brother from Jacob comes Jacob's dozen. Comes the 12 tribes of Israel. Comes the promised people that God would use as a lighthouse to the nations. So that the world as a whole could be brought to Yah. Woo! Now it's Jew and Gentile. The little lighthouse called the Church of the Living God. Amen. To bring a world to the place of regeneration. Brother, amen. It was this Jacob. Little did he realize what he had to go through. But whatever he went through, amen, God was going to bring that promise to pass. And he did. The lineage of Esau was different. Oh, the Bible says, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. The word hate there, could I reiterate, brother, is not the hate, hate that we recognize in English. It's not hate in an emotional way that's opposite of love. Hate there is sone, Hebraically, which is a prioritization word. It's a priority word that simply says, I love Esau, but I don't love him as much as Jacob. And so he still blessed Esau. He had rams, lambs, lands, wives, flocks. Hello. Amen. But Jacob, he loved more. But Esau's lineage was different. If you begin to follow it, it's, amen, the land of Edom. It's the redness of it all, brother. It's almost like the Mississippi mud that you pick up on your tires when you're going through the countryside. <laughs> that is a hairy situation when you've just washed your car. It's that, brother. It's this man, brother, from Edom, which is, you could call Edomian. And every Herod that came along the way, including the Herod, brother, that cast the vision of two years old and under at Bethlehem to be destroyed, comes from the lineage of Esau. 
Brothers, I'm not mistaken. Amen. It was the Herod, amen, that you would find where Salome danced. You could look at the Red Sea or over the Dead Sea, excuse me, Dead Sea, and you'd see on the other side a palace called Machoreas. It's a fortress where Herod dwelt, and he had Salome dance there before him. From what I understand, brother, archaeologically, and I've looked at it, I've read it, I've seen it, there are, as if it were, pits all the way around his palace at different points. Brother, those pits, amen, they weren't just regular pits. Later on, they found out that it was somehow, amen, those that believed in mikvah or baptism that had dug it for ritual cleansing baths. <laughs> amen. So there's pools of cleansing. John the Baptist, the prophet, is in prison. He's got pools and prophets and still decides to let the devil dance in the midst of prophets and fools. And we find, brother, the story does not end there except for the head of Brother John and the charger. What do you say, I'm preacher? That's the lineage of Esau. That's the differentiation, amen, of something gone amok. Both brothers went through the same thing. Somebody say the same thing. Now, brother, is there some? Brother Johnny, help me. Brother, could you help me? Brother Levi, brother, could you help me? You might have to lay some microphones down. Please do it in order. Amen. But could I get some microphone stands down here? Is this all right? It's okay. Come on. Amen. Just, uh, if they break it, I'll buy you a new one. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody's still with the preacher tonight. I, I, I know there's work tomorrow. You had a hard day today, but could you clap your hands? Oh, under the Lord. <laughs> Brother, come on, get some more. I need about five, six, seven stands, if you could. Come on, somebody keep clapping. I want you to encourage this young man. Ooh, somebody say yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't even need the mic, brother. Just, just the stands, just the stands. That's it, yeah, take those mics, set them gently. Amen, hallelujah. Somebody keep clapping. They're still working up there. <laughs> Anybody with me in the cheap seats back here? That's it. That's it, brother. That's it. Just set it down. That's it. I got, I got one more coming. That might do it right there. Maybe that's all you have. Amen. That's just awesome. Thank you, sir. Praise God. Give them one more hand. They did wonderful. Praise God. Woo! Hallelujah. There it is. Jacob Esau. Thank you, brothers. Same kind of stuff they went through. Same kind of instances. Both, both of us of a word we're dealing with. Amen. them with some kind of anarchy in their spirit. Both of them had family problems, dysfunctions. Even, amen, his father-in-law, Jacob's father-in-law, Laban means white in Hebrew. So white is not always right. Hallelujah. Check out what you're getting. Oh, but it's good, brother. Oh, really? Check it out. <laughs> amen. It might be a father outlaw instead of a father-in-law. I hope I'm not rocking the boat here tonight. Amen. There it is. And brother, that's why even, even Laban, amen, took those uh, spotted and speckled, amen, lambs and rams out <laughs> so that everything born from there and would belong to daddy-in-law until Jacob did the cheap stick peeling trick. How many remember? <laughs> 
came and turned the situation around. I love an Esther Mordecai kind of story that turns the situation around. At the midnight hour, something takes place. At the midnight hour, God reverses the curse. At the midnight hour, Haman hangs on his own gallows. Come on, God's fixing to do something for somebody here in a moment, instantaneously. Somebody's been wondering what in the world I'm going to do with my situation. Woo, somebody say yes. All kinds of stuff. And anybody ever intended to marry the right, right wife and found out it's the wrong wife and you had to wait another seven years for the next one? Don't raise your hand. But I didn't think so. I know I'm, I, I'm boring some of you out of your gourd with all that preparatory we just had. But what I'm trying to get to is right here. That every one of them had obstacles in their life. Obstacles. Situations. We're going to do with this thing. Amen. How, how, how are we going to overcome this thing? What, what's going to happen? Amen. In the test. Woo! My brother. This reminds me of the weebles wobble and they don't fall down. Some of you don't know what that is. It's like silly putty. Some of you don't know what that is. You're the generation of slime. Oh, I've seen you perk up. Yeah. Give me a can of that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having too, too much fun right now. Praise God. Obstacles. Amen. Everything. Travesty. Bad father-in-law situations. Amen. This happened. That happened. But we come to the end of the story where something happens and takes place with the obstacles. There's something about discipleship, saints, that we cannot ignore. It takes time to go through it. I walked into this house, prayed in the office. Come out here, prayed a little bit, prayed before, asking God, God, give direction to higher praise. Felt such a wonderful presence of the Lord in my prayer. God tells me things sometimes. I'm not Holy Joe, but I can sense a, a service before it happens. And I recognize, God, I'm going to the church that has wonderful roots and blessed depths. There's something of heritage value here that the enemy has tried to cut off, cut off, cut off. But I want to tell hell that it's impossible, amen, to come against this church that continues to believe in old landmarks, Acts 2.38, John 3.5, and Acts 4.12. Somebody ought to thank God for your heritage. Brother, this is not some fuddy-duddy, nano kind of dino doctrine. This is still fresh every day. Great is his faithfulness. The perspective of yesterday is still as powerful as it is today. This is the church of the living God. You've rocked this countryside. Every devil in hell in this county is shaking because here come the Pentecostals that mean business and higher praise that's going to higher places. Woo! Somebody shout yes! Pardon me, saints. Well, I have a little Holy Ghost conniption right now. Some of you ought to get on an aisle and do a little hallelujah for yourself. Every one of us has had obstacles. Every one of us has had family problems and situations and circumstances. And what the world we're going Can I do it again? Look at your neighbor and say, what the world we're going to do? My, we almost have a choir out here. What we're going to do with this? Every one of us has had it. 
I thank the Lord I love my wife today more than I did yesterday. It's going to be 34 years this year. <laughs> Take that devil. Sylvester still has tweeting. I ain't letting her go. I can still teach a, a marriage seminar. <laughs> oh, I'm going to feel like kicking the devil in the teeth tonight. Praise God. Oh, this is the golden microphone. Hallelujah. Oh, anybody with me tonight? Praise God. Yes. Somebody shout yes. yes. You grow in this discipleship. Talmudim. Talmudim. Where brother at the early ages of 13, they can memorize the whole Pentateuch. Five books of Moses. I didn't know that by the age of six, seven. <laughs> I was hoping I could get the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag down. <laughs> I didn't belong in a public school. I was too antsy. I, <laughs> two plus what is what? <laughs> I'm ready to go climb a tree. <laughs> go figure, right? <laughs> there it is, brother. The, amen. This discipleship. I mean, it's learning. It's going through the obstacles and the pain. I mean, the time enduring to where what you're building is bigger than what you've ever understood. There are those I look out that have some gray hair and the phenomenon that must have happened in your lives and then they tell me the story over and over again that if you can make it, so can I. You know, I'm realizing more and more in our Narlock family reunions that I'm now the oldest one there. And I'm going, how did this happen? Anybody with me? Amen. But I thank God for 40-some years of serving Jesus. Amen. I haven't been everywhere. But the things that I have gone through, I understood it takes discipleship. It's a daily process. Jacob, amen, whatever he went through, and we'd almost want to erase him from the, our diary. Take him, out of the, take him out of the book. Throw him on the, amen, the heap, trash heap of life. God's not going to do anything with him. But can I hasten? I don't even know what time it is, praise God. But can I hasten to the point where finally he comes when all things have worked together for the good. A test came. Could I say it this way, brother? I may have, have reiterated it before, but it's C.S. Lewis that said it this way. He said, we're not necessarily doubting that God will do the best for us. We're wondering how painful the best will turn out to be. Pastor, you know what I'm talking about. It's John Piper that said it this way. The strength of patience in our life hangs on our capacity to believe that God is up to something good for us in all of our delays and detours. Brother, when we were in transference between pastorship and going back out on the field, we thought we were there for life. God said no. I said okay. <laughs> Amen. But in that transference, brother, I felt, I felt strange. Like, are you sure? Anybody have theirs? Are you sure, Lord? I'm 50 and none of your business years old. And I may not have any other business being a full-time evangelist again. But how, how can you help it when God says yay? And, 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 and so there was a prophet that came to me. And, and then he simply said, brother... Brother, I know what you're feeling right now. What? Amen. It's like God's got you in a catapult. 
and you're flailing and you haven't even landed yet from point A and B, you may have been traveling for two, three years and you're wondering where is this going to land and how is this going to end up? I thought, oh, how right he was. Amen, to prophesy to me. I'm just preaching about me because I know me better than you. And in Jerusalem, I think it was the year previous of y'all when the angel of God came and spoke to us in the garden tomb area. The man that came to us and put his hand on my chest. He didn't say I'm from the first uh, Presbyterian, powerful, amen, pavilion, tabernacle church or whatever. He looked me in the eye and the Holy Ghost checked me. Should I listen to him or not? And the Holy Ghost said, listen. I didn't know who he was. And he, when he looked into my eyes and began to minister to me. And then left without saying anything as fast as he came. They tried to follow him, couldn't find him. Nobody leaves their tour group two, three times in a row. Amen. We all come to the conclusion, and I knew it for sure, that God had sent an angel. And one of the things he told me that day, he said, amen, stay in the yes of God. He began to say, amen, you're the yes man. Please, no flowers. I don't know sometimes what I'm doing. But he said, stay in the yes of God. Amen, stay in the yes. And I knew, brother, no matter how it feels, regardless of the obstacles and the objects, amen, God's still working on me. I've not arrived and you've not arrived. landing point is, but you be faithful. You be a perseverer. You pray every day. You open your prayer journal and say, God, I don't feel like it today, but you're still on the throne. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hebraically, it's a diversity there. Hebraically, it's a duplicity. It says, I will rejoice and be glad in him. That means it doesn't matter what it is feeling like. He is still on the throne. Somebody say hallelujah. There it is bumping into things and he comes. The wrestler who wrestled in the beginning has got to cross Jabak. Yabak means in Hebrew wrestle. So he crosses the brook of wrestle <laughs> to take a break. No, to wrestle. He's got an angel to wrestle. Brother, he's going to go ahead and fight into the night. <laughs> Jacob's a fighter. Pastor, if there's something I know, and please excuse all of the narlochisms and the gaps and the unprofessionalism, I don't, still don't have all my homonyms and synonyms and all my M&Ms. But I do know something, saints, that if you're going to fight, you better fight now. Whatever happens at D.C., whatever happens, amen, at B.C. or wherever it's happening, amen, we've got to trust the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our understanding. There can be political, amen, obstacles and marriage obstacles and financial obstacles, but you fight your way through. You press your way through. So we cross this wrestle to wrestle. Leave me. Come on. Come on, buddy. Come on. Don't be too hard on me. Praise God. Oh, come on. And they lock for the time. Going all night long. This angel going to wrestle with. How many believe that Levi's an angel? Praise God. 
Come on, church, help me out here. Praise God. Anybody can play saxophone that good. He's an angel. Amen. But we're wrestling and we're fighting. We're fighting. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> He's going to bring me down. <laughs> what are you saying? He's wrestling all night long. Here it is. Here's the keys. This is what I want to get to real quickly. And I'm going I'm to leave you going. You can go to Taco Bell, wherever you want to go. Amen. But what happens there is this daybreak. Daybreak. Now, Jewish sage and commentary. This is commentary. It's not in the scripture. And I paraphrase here. Pastor, this is commentary. Commentary says it's a great possibility that Jacob wrestled with Esau's guardian angel. And if anybody knew Esau's spirit, it would be his guardian angel. Who's that at the door? It's Brother Peter. Must be his angel. We minimize angelic experiences. We'll talk about the devil all day long. Seeing one in your shoulder right now. Devil, devil, devil. We're more demon conscious than we are Jesus conscious sometimes. Amen. But the real deal is, saints, is there's angels in this room right now. There's angels that ride with you in your car and go with you to school and are with you on the job, sister, and there, hallelujah. Amen. They encamp about those, amen, that serve Jesus Christ. Oh, I know this is strange tonight. But he was wrestling, but I believe it with Esau's guardian angel. So there was a duplicity here. Being he's an angel of God, he can bless Jacob and give him a brand new name. But at the same time, I believe, as they believe, it's a possibility that he was acting or talking as a test to Jacob. Because of all the trials, Jacob, that you went through in an unobvious way, now you're wrestling an obvious big angel that you've got to deal with. Things you may not have understood before. Somehow, this was the proof that Jacob get discipled enough through life to get blessed at the end of the story. And the angel does. He blesses him and changes his name from some stinking surplanter, amen, to prince. Put a crown on his head. This is Prince. Let his boot get into the second stirrup, as it were, of the second horse of the kingdom. Let it be a Joseph, amen, that builds silos that, amen, feed the hunger of a world gone mad. God knows how to pick them up and bring them down. God knows what he's doing in Washington, D.C. and Washington, B.C. God knows what he's doing everywhere. There it is, brother. Wrestling. And yet, he asks him, what is your name? Number one, brother, at the light of day, he, I got to go, says the angel. Paraphrase. I got to go. Why? Why don't you wrestle in the day? Because Esau's can't stand the light. That's Esau's guardian angel. Esau can't stand the, where, where darkness is. Amen. That's where Esau is. And the darkness comprehends it not. So Jacob 
I'm not letting you go till you bless me. Well, I better bless you because I can't stay here because the sun is breaking. You can tell somebody, amen, is really on the flip side of discipleship and they've passed the test because when the light shines on them, they don't care. Hello, somebody. It's those that have got to hide something. It's those that are in secret. It's those things that are done in the darkness in the secret. Then when the light comes, conviction's there and they run and they hide. But thank God for a Jacob that's been through the test. He was ready for the light. He was ready to... Oh, hallelujah. Is there anybody here ready for the light? Is there anybody here ready? You've gone through all these obstacles, not for naught. You've come here, brother, at the end of this so you can be blessed and your name's changed. And even if light comes on the picture, you're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ and how I'm serving the Lord can be brought to fruition because I know that I know that I know. Second thing, I'm not going to tell you my name. It's the spirit of Esau. It's the spirit of our world. It's the spirit of this no gender. It's all gray. I'm not going to let you know my name. I'm not going to give you identity. We live in the land of confusion. We live in the land of Esau. A narcissistic, selfish, amen, duly self-imposed, as it were, in their own mind. Amen. I'm not going to let you know, man. I'm not going to let you know if I'm male or female or, amen, if I've got authority or don't have authority. You can lie, cheat, and steal and still be some kind of a leader. Hello, somebody. This is the day that we live in. Jacob said, what's your name? But Esau says, I'm not going to let you know my name. Oh, yeah. Not the guardian angel. The spirit of Esau, as it were. That's what Jacob wrestled with all of his life. Could I be like my brother? And he come to find out through the obstacles. No, I'm making it through the test. And come to the end, brother. I'm going to have identity even if Esau doesn't want it. How many are ready to be identified with the name Jesus? You know what I feel? And can I say this, saints? What I feel, and I'm not, I'm not trying to put any fear factor upon anybody. But in the last of the last days, amen, but the Bible says the love of many shall wax cold. And fathers shall hate, or betray, son, daughter, mother, daughter. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's come to the point that we're even family. Not Holy Ghost family, particularly. But family themselves are probably going to be the ones that betray you to the tactics of an antichrist. And somebody's got to be ready to say, I'm not ashamed of the light. And I'm ready to fight. Comes on the other side and I hasten to close. Amen. He meets Esau. Things happen. But brother, what does he see? He sees Peniel. This is it. This is the face of God. Amen. Jacob's journey ends up at the end of the road by saying, God's in this place, and I see the face of grace. No matter what I've been through, I've passed the test and all the rest, and I can surely call this place, I've seen him face to face. When you get a name change, brother, you can call that place Benile. God's here. Anybody, anybody got some places where you can say, this is where it happened? If you don't have one yet, brother, this time you can come place at this altar to say, 
It's happened right here. Maybe this pew right here. Maybe you'll whip around right here. Wherever it is, this is the place where my name was changed. And I'm not ashamed of the light. And Jacob's journey pays off. And my discipleship is what it needs to be. I can be a great singer, but I can be a, a, a guitar picker, some kind of drummer, some kind of preacher. But I, if I don't know his face, can I close close? So look at your neighbor and say, he's close closing. Stick with him. <laughs> I'm more truthful about it, about it now than I was a moment ago. I'm closing, closing. Hear this. Amen. Sinai, brother. The Bible said at Sinai, Sinai, amen, to where there was lightning and thunder. That's English. In the Hebrew, it simply means, amen, that God's voice was seen. They could see God's voice. How do you see God's voice? Out of the fire, brother, it is said that there was voices KJV says lightning, thunder. But amen. Hebraically, it's God's voice coming out of the flames, out of the lightning, out of the fire. Thou shalt not. Amen. Love the Lord, thy God. They could actually see the voice. Not just hear the voice, but they could see the voice of God. Jacob could finally see the voice of God. I met him face to face. I'm standing in a sacred place, and I don't have to wander anymore. I feel the anchor is secure in a holy place that is so sure, and I'm standing in the presence of the Lord. Can somebody stand with this preacher tonight and lift your hands unto the Lord? Could somebody talk to him? Some, could somebody call unto him? Could some, Come on, that's it. I know it's Wednesday night. I, 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 I know this wasn't an aisle, amen, running kind of message, uh, sermonette, but uh, I believe some. In the name of Jesus, Brother John, in the name of Jesus, is there a Jacob in the house that simply says, Amen, I've wrestled with Esau long enough. Amen. And when the light of day happens, I'll know I've made it and my discipleship is as it needs to be. My name will be changed from a manipulator and supplanter, but I'm a prince in the house of God. Are you ready, Levi? Is there somebody, is there young people in this house that are ready to be catapulted in the place? You might flail a little bit. You may not even know exactly how you're going to land, sister, but by faith you're going to say, it doesn't matter. I'll land somewhere somehow, but I'm ready to take the journey. Jacob's journey. Is there anybody that's ready? Some of you may want to come, but I wonder if you could come through these obstacles. I wonder if there's somebody tonight that could say, hey, 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 man, I'm ready to go through. I'm ready to come through. Come on. Is there anybody here tonight that says, hey, man, I'm going through? Come on, anybody, man, right now that says, regardless of who's next to me, 
and higher praise. Come on, young people. Come on, young man. I wonder if you could kick your toes. Amen. Amen. Into this altar somewhere. I wonder if somebody could come racing to the line of demarcation tonight and say, I don't have to wander anymore. I don't have to wander anymore. Come on, sister. That's it. I feel the anchor. Sister, there may be times coming. Amen. That may make you wonder. It might even try to make you doubt. Amen. But my discipleship's going to pay off. And when the light comes, I'll know that I know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hear it. I'm going to hear his voice, but better still, I'm going to see his voice tonight. That's it, sister. That's it. That's it. That's it, sister. That's it. That's it. That's it. There's a rekindling right now. There's the Holy Ghost that's in this house. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Somebody take Jacob's journey. Somebody take Jacob's journey. Somebody go through it like Jacob did. Amen. It doesn't matter how painful it is. You're a yes man. Come on, brother. You're a yes man. I'm a yes man. I'm a yes man. Come on. That's it. This is the day. This is the hour. This is the line of demarcation. I've got to know him. Come on, Jacob, my disciple. I'm not going to be an Esau. I'm not going to come to the end of it. Amen. Where there's prophets and pools all the way around me. I'm still going to let the devil do his dance. No, no. I want my lineage to be the dozen that makes up the people of God. I want the difference in my life. I'm standing, I'm standing. Come on, I don't have to wander anymore. I don't have to wander. Come on, that's it. Come on. Without a doubt, God, I'm going to be stout in these last days. God, I don't have to grow a backbone. It's already there. I've been through trial. I've been through fire and rain and wind. I'm ready, God, for the discipleship. God, I thank you for Jacob. That's why I'm here. Come on. That's it, my friend. That's it. Go get There's clarity. There's Jesus in the house. Come on, yeah. Come on. Sister, you might want to lay a hand on another sister if you're done praying. Pray with somebody next to you. That's it. Come on, that's it. I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through. Come on, Come on, that's it, Jesus. God, I'm praying for the gifts of the Sister, come on. I'm going through the obstacles. I'm going through. I'm not going to be an Esau, Brother Levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I'm a Jacob. Amen. I may not have had a perfect past. I didn't do everything right, but I'm coming out like a prince. I'm coming out knowing that I've conquered Esau long ago. Yes, yes. The true test may be on, but I'm a winner. Come on, I'm a winner. I'm standing.
pray, church pray, church pray. Come on, sisters, that's it. I'm standing in a sacred place. Come on, I felt his presence. I came to face. I don't have to wonder. I wonder if you can lay a hand on the brother next to you. Four five of you. Four five of you together if you've got to. Come on, young whip up that chair. Come on. Somebody press. Amen. Amen. I wrestled with Esau long enough. I'm coming out on the other side. Amen. My discipleship may be proven. Amen. But I got a name change tonight. I'm on Jacob's journey and I intend to make it to the end. Hallelujah.
eyes of the lion of the tribe of Judah. I want you to run your hands through his mane right now. I want somebody to reach down and allow the power of his paw to be placed in your palm. I want you to begin to feel the breath of a victorious redeemer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. situation some of you are intimately connected it's almost as if the nature of that trial has a particular chain upon your own personal DNA and it's the it's the more difficult trial than you've ever faced because as if it where it has family connectivity it's got it's got a it's got a certain hold and draw God's going to break that from somebody tonight. Could you lift your hand? I feel that for somebody right now. God's going to break something that you thought you could not break free from. <laughs> it's not going to have the tormenting hold that it has tried to have on you. You, as it were, are going to break away from the brotherhood of Esau. And your transformation is going to be greater than the family tie in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for that transformation in somebody. I want somebody to lift their hands and say, thank you, Jesus, for that transformation. Thank you, Jesus, for that transformation right now. Jacob's journey. Pastor, I want to, if I could, just pass this microphone to you as quick as I can, but if I could read one thing. Sister, and I'll just real lightly, if you could. Thank you, sister. And I really meant to say this within the message. But in the renewal of the covenant in the book of Deuteronomy, how many have ever read the Pentateuch all the way through? Five books of Moses. You just read it all. How many know that Deuteronomy, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy is almost a repetition. It's the renewal of the covenant that's in the book of Deuteronomy. Get this. It was Moses, not God, who initiated the process in Deuteronomy. It was Moses... See, in the beginning, Genesis, he creates, breathes the breath of life. He becomes the living soul. God initiates the process. But in Deuteronomy, the last book of the five, it's Moses, not God, who initiates the process. Thus, we see a slow change from the first to the last book of the Torah, or the five, from divine to human initiative from childhood to adulthood childhood my parents initiate adulthood mama let me give you a cup of water 
Daddy, let me assist you. In the last of the five, it was Moses that said, my relationship with you. How many remember? Moses, let me kiss you before you go. You've been so much in love with me. Saints, I feel in these last days, I'm in the house of the initiators. It's not just God, brother, that's going to come in this service and say, come on, brother, let's worship. Come on, worship me. No, amen. Even if you don't feel it, you're going to go, Lord, love you. I'm the initiator. What can I do, pastor? What, 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 how can I assist the kingdom? Hallelujah. That's the kind of Jacob's journey that says the obstacles don't matter. It's the kingdom that counts. Hallelujah. If you feel that in the Holy Ghost, someone, if you could lift your hands and say, God, let me be the initiator from now on, as it were. I know I'll need him. I know I'll need his arms to wrap around me. I know I'll need his caress and his love. But let me be an initiator. Let me love you so much. Amen. But I say it first. I say it first. tonight for what we've heard in this house. Appreciate Brother Narlock, Sister Narlock coming. Appreciate his burden, his message tonight he shared with us. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. One day we're going to get beyond the obstacles. Hallelujah. Thank God. And we're going we're gonna to do mighty things in God. Hallelujah. We've got to believe that. We've got to believe that. Praise God. I think the Narlocks have got a table set up in the hallway. Y'all got singing CDs and things out there. All right, so if you uh, want to stop by their table back there and purchase a, a, one of their family CDs or whatever they've got out there, I hadn't stopped at the table myself yet, amen, but uh, it would be a blessing to them if you'd stop by and purchase a CD or something from them. They'll be back with us.